Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David, and I'm flying away over to Port for Emergency. I got to be free. Wait, no, I'm sailing away isn't enough flying. Yes. I need to learn more songs. <laughs> I'm revoking your sticks privileges, young man. Can I still sing for I'm sailing away. No way. Double vision. That, that's not sticks at all. That's foreigner. Well, that's what, no, I said, can I still sing Foreigner? Oh, okay then, yes. <laughs> that's not even close. However, you are going to have to surrender your belt that gives you the superpowers of the band Foreigner. Oh, no. <laughs> My belt. No more head games. Uh, all right, yes, this is Flying Mind. That first aired April 28th, 2012, which is now seven years ago. Oh, jeez. Uh, this... Uh, Jen, titles, we haven't talked about them in a while. To me, this sounds like the title that's most likely to be a prog rock album title. Yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know, it's weird and kind of dumb. I mean, I talked about, I talked about the last title in it at least as much as it was, it has been abused wrongly in, in Transformers history. Uh, as far as this one specifically, yeah, it just sounds like a dumb prog rock album. Yeah, this was definitely, um, yeah, this is definitely Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's second best album after Tarkus. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, this was written by our old pal, uh, Bob Skur. Ooh! Ooh! Yeah, I feel like that kind of explains why it's got a weird title. Yeah, um, previous Bobscare episode titles, Master of the House, Endgame Part 3, Seeds of the Future, and Singularity Abliss. So, this is actually the most normal title he's done, then, kind of. Well, I mean, he also did uh, The Catalyst and Fallout. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fallout's the most boring. And then he's actually got a couple of, uh, a couple of other episodes coming up. Later in Transformers. Oh, Prime. that's right. He did. He did write a few for yeah. this one. Forgot about that. open almost immediately after the last episode started. The uh, the nemesis has uh, crashed into this uh, cliff, um, and Megatron is just trying to figure out WTF just happened. <laughs> yes. And what he finds out is Bulkhead just happened. Yes. And we find out, oh, hey, all the voice actors are back. Yeah, because uh, Knockout... Knockout? <laughs> Yeah, Knockout, Soundwave, and Dreadwing were just all hanging out, and Megatron's like, where the hell were you guys in the last episode? He doesn't actually say anything about it, because presumably he knows that they were out at a rave in an Energon mine. That's that's all I got. They were out at a rave in an Energon mine. Yes. Um, 
Jen, you're sort of cutting out there. Oh, weird. Okay. So yes, okay, they, okay, I, I mean, presumably well, hopefully that recorded fine because it just sounded like you were in a rave or or a, a bit of techno yes. music. Yes. Oonts, oonts, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty oonts, sure Darude's sandstorm was beginning to play over my headphones here. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, presumably Megatron knew where they, you know, that they were out at a rave and. Is it still being... Oh, well, it sounds blah, okay blah, now. Blah, it was blah, just blah, 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 very... No, it's yes. fine now. It's just... Yeah. Very, very weird for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, so, so Megatron's decided, okay, well, you know, our ship's busted up. Somebody blew up the uh, the furnace. My idea, we pump the ship full of the blood of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that's... It's kind of amazing because that used to be his answer for everything. And, and like, oh, you remembered. Oh, I used to do that. Dark Energon solves everything. It was like green. It was like red, green and duct tape. Yes. <laughs> I like that that knockout starts his uh, objection with as your physician. Yeah. Because, you know, technically he is. Yes. Like I'm, uh, I'm a doctor, and I suggest that you do not put the devil blood into the ship that we all have, to, that we all live in. Yeah. Let's let's make the ship an unholy abomination. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll uh, go really well. And speaking of unholy abominations, the Autobots, they you know they see the ship is crashed, and we decide, well, you know, we're going to finish the Decepticons off once and for all, and it's time to pull out this Hellraiser ass artifact. To do it for to make sure it sticks, yeah. Because uh, they pull out the spark extractor uh, from all the way back in uh, Operation Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. He's ready to remove some faces here. He's ready to demand some faces be given to him. Not even faces. He is. He is going full on. Uh, was it uh, Shang Tsung? Yes. Like, your soul is mine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yes. kind of the nuclear option. It, it's, well, it's not as violent as movie prime ripping people's faces and heads off, but this is kind of the darkest potentially prime has gone, although it's understandable. Yeah, it's and, like, and I mean, it's good strategy. Admittedly, it's plot wise, it's not really justified that they spend a lot of time on him angsting over this, but I kind of feel like he should be angsting over this some more. Yeah. I mean, oh, on the whole, I would rather have my face taken than my soul taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, especially if it's going to be by Robert Zadar. Oh. Wasn't he the soul taker? I think. I haven't seen that episode in a long time. Anyway, yeah, and who knows what even happens to that? Is do you just die, or is this? Does it tear your soul apart? I mean, the way they talk about it, they call it a spark extractor, and that sort of implies that it is also a storage unit. (laughs) Like it extracts and then you know imprisons the sparks, Mm. but. You know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, some 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 sort of Kali Ma Shakti Day stuff is going on here, yeah. and it is yeah. unsavory. Yes, it is definitely questionable. Anyway, thankfully, this turns out to be a moot point because uh, the whole devil blood thing works out. The Autobots take off, and Agent Fowler tags along. 
Yeah. Yeah, like he they need to get him like an exosuit or something if he's going to be doing this stuff. Well, well, considering what happens in the episode, it would make him noticeable, but I mean, I guess. Yeah, and it well, we we are going to get some exosuit action in a couple episodes. Fair. Oh, yeah, that thing. Anyway, so this ship I takes have off. the thing, so I will be surprised. The Autobots do the big charge, but then the uh the ship just starts shooting them with a stasis beam, which turns out to basically be the immobilizer. <laughs> yeah, and- yeah, it just turns them into solid, like, frozen, Statues. immobile, whatever pose they were, we're in. We're playing freeze tag. Yeah, and I'm, I was surprised that, like, you would think RC could have, like, dodged it once or twice, but nope. It just gets her. You gotta, you gotta strafe, guys. You gotta go to the yeah. side. Serpentine, and... serpentine. Come on. I'd knock out a surprise. <laughs> yes. Like, why, why didn't anybody tell me we had one of these? Why weren't we using it the whole and, time? And uh, it turns out they didn't. Yeah, that, well, that, that's the thing. Apparently they didn't, but like, Megatron doesn't say, no, we don't have one of those. He just shuts up like Megatron, normally. Also, Bulkhead getting a hold of it is, is very, you tried. Because yes. he is a large target and not very fast, <laughs> and he doesn't make it very far with it. He oh, tries. Oh, wait, wait. Um, yeah. There's a thing. Ratchet says Dark Energon again, because they find the Dark Energon signature. Dark he Energon. He doesn't say it like that, though. And I was disappointed. Yeah, that is kind of disappointing. Listen, Jeffrey, we're running a little long on the episode. We need to maybe not add a couple extra syllables <laughs> to Dark Energon. <laughs> It just needs the one R. It doesn't need, like, 12. <laughs> oh, wow. Soul Taker was Joe Estevez and Robert Zadar. I oh, need wow. to rewatch the, that episode. The, 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 star, the, the sky was dark that night for all the stars were in Soul Taker. Yeah. <laughs> By which I mean Charlie Sheen's uncle and that guy with a huge face. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Also, I forgot there was but a Soul Taker now anime. we do kind of see why Fowler got to come along. So I guess yeah. it's not like they needed him to call into Ratchet to say, hey, everything kind of went tits up. Come give yeah. us a hand. No, he, he just, I think Ratchet could figure it out. Yeah, well, yeah, but Fowler just wanted to have front row seats for the death of all Decepticons. Yeah. Yes. As a representative of the U.S. government. Yes, as a representative of the U.S. government. Oh, no, sorry, of, of Earth, actually, I think he says. Oh yeah, he he does. What kind of what kind of one world government uh, Alex Jones stuff is this? I know, man. Anyway, Megatron's all, "Oh, hey, looks like uh, I get that spark extractor back. Uh, turn us around." And uh it won't turn around. Uh because indeed uh the ship now is a flying mind. <gasps> How convenient. They try to override it the vehicon at the uh who's trying to steer it gets like Star Trek electrocuted. Yes. <laughs> and he doesn't then th- Megatron doesn't even get to get the spark attract or the spark extractor. The yeah, ship just, just, just left like, it on the beach. Just later, like a, like like a Coney Island whitefish. Oh, but but it's okay. Christmas in Fiji is saved. <laughs> yes. And indeed, the ship starts talking to them. In what appear in what is Kevin Michael Richardson, but it really sounds like Frank Welker doing Doctor Claw. Yes, it's Kinda. definitely Kevin Michael Richardson doing his best Frank Welker. Next time, gadget. <laughs> Next time. 
So, uh, so yeah, confirmed for bad idea. And uh, speaking of weird ideas, there is some debate as to what the deal with this actually is. Well, the thing, yeah. Well, oh, it's this is the aligned continuity. Yes, yes. So the ship in the remember they are kind of sorta in continuity with those War for Cybertron Cybertron video games. Yes, and in those, the nemesis is Trypticon. Yes, because he gets stuck in spaceship mode. Because uh, I forget why in the second one, I think something Reasons. something I don't I didn't pl- I just read the tie-in novels and I've already forgotten them. They're really fun, but I don't. All I, don't I know is that you can press a button to pet laser beak, yeah. and that's well, that, like that's, pretty I much that's all in I know. The first one, but there's more with the, the Trypticon and Omega and whatever the crap in the second one, or was Omega in the first one? I think Metroplex is in the first one. Okay, Metroplex is in the first one. Then. What about petting Laserbeak? That's in the first one. <laughs> but yeah, Trypticon gets stuck in, in spaceship mode and called the Nemesis, and then that's fly off at the end. It begins the beginning of G1 effectively, but it's also, but it's tied to this continuity, which means that this is Trypticon, but it's annoying because in this episode, nobody ever says Trypticon. And indeed, even so, in the credits, he uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is credited as, I believe, Warship. Yeah, which mm-hmm. admittedly is a good Decepticon name, but it's Trypticon. Well, I mean, it's just like War. Like well, I don't think yes. it's supposed to be a guy's name. It's just that the ship. It's and nobody seems to react as if oh, like the ship is sentient again. It's yeah. just oh, the ship is just well alive. Presumably, it's like, if it had been Trypticon and they knew it had been Trypticon, then now they would be like. Holy crap, it's zombie Trypticon. Yeah. Right. It's, Instead, it's, it's just like, uh, it's just as if the ship was Johnny Fived. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. It'd make more sense if it was Trypticon. I, I feel no. like that's a different kind of thing, like creating, like reanimating a known sentient person versus just turning a chunk of meat into life. Yeah, but like nobody's. Look, I'm, I'm really caught up in necromancy lately. <laughs> I'm on a necromancy kick. Yeah, but they're not really playing I up. Can't like, help it. They're not playing up. Oh, this is suddenly a new life form formed in our ship because of dark energon, and they're not going with the oh, this is Trypticon zombified back to life again. It's it's just oh, shit's happening. I don't like it. That it's I mean, happening. that's the thing. Megatron is a real pragmatist. He, you know, he's not Captain Kirk. He's not oh. We must study this new life form. It's like, this life form is a real pain in my robot ass. (laughs) Turn it off. Yeah, basically. So they, uh, Soundwave ends up getting zapped. They send a bunch of Viacons to, like, try and disconnect the mainframe. But instead, uh, a bunch of them get resident eviled by, uh, some, like, crisscross and laser beams. They, they yes. don't quite – I thought it was going to be a Resident Evil, but then it's like, wait, wait, the Dreadwing's running towards the laser beam. See, how can – I don't remember him getting Michelle Rodriguez to pieces. No, it, like, Michelle – No, he's a named character. He can't yeah. kick No, Michelle Rodriguez that. does not get laser no. beam chunked. She gets oh, bitten by a zombie and then uh, Mia Jovovich has to kill her. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. I remember I mean, somebody, those, I, she was in that hallway and somebody got sliced to pieces. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a dude who gets, like, uh, cubed. I thought it happened to a couple people. <laughs> but That's, yeah. Those movies aren't good. No, they are not. <laughs> Maybe entertaining, but not good. 
Yeah, so anyway, now every mechanical being on the show, save for Ratchet, has been totally immobilized. And Ratchet's like, I guess I'll just stay here. And I'll send the children out to do yes. it. And also, uh, more distressingly, the ship is uh, now decoding that Iacon database uh, also, back from the Orion Pax three-parter. As, as anyone who has dealt a lot with toys should appreciate... They get the Autobots back to base, and they can just, they're, they're frozen in, you know, their poses they were shot in, but they can still, they're still balanced upright. Yes. They're still standing. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's, that's pretty good balance there. That's ridiculously good balance, because they were robots, they were trying to run at the time, and Optimus was in midair. How are you balancing him? <laughs> He's very like, well balanced. He's like a samurai sword. Well, maybe if you yeah. balanced him, like, on his head, because he's top-heavy, it'd be easier. <laughs> they, just, they just bring him back to life, and he's in, uh, like, pop. He's popping and locking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the kids and Fowler go there. They have to climb up, um, knock out, like he's a jungle gym, to plug in a giant USB to download shit. Info the, yes, it's oh, very important. And, uh, that they... I believe this is also where Miko refers to um, Knockout as Doc Knock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I missed that one. And also, before they do this, they actually call, like, the... Uh, oh, right. Like, you know, the ship isn't cloaked, and they're all, you know, what's like, what's going on? Because obviously the ship does not care if you know that it's there or not. It's just like gonna yeah. do its thing. Yeah, make a make uh, a collect me call up. to new to Megatron. <laughs> but and, and they act because the kids are like, well, Brad just like, wait, what? Why would we do that? And the kids all shrug. And then he looks at Fowler. And then he, he looks shrugs. at Fowler. They they become the shrug emoji. Yeah, or like yes. the shrug like <laughs> ASCII <laughs> art, whatever that thing is. ASCII art. Yeah, it's like you got a better idea. So they call Megatron. Megatron's not home right now. There is only Zool, or Trypticon, or Warship. It's me, Kevin Michael Richardson. (laughs) Anyway, so they are, it is headed toward, it has found the location of these Cybertronian artifacts, and it's headed towards Manhattan. And, of course, because it was there long before Manhattan was there, the ship is just gonna blast away at Manhattan until it finds it, well, regardless of who's living there. That's what also, it's gonna do. It's vaguely way annoying. to just like jack up the stakes in the middle of the episode. Holy yes, moly. yeah, that, that is, that is and gonna... also this is never followed up on. But what? Like they? What do you, what do you mean? What? Sorry. That's that's the last. No, no, scene not of the goddamn episode. No, 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 not the artifacts, but. Uh, they're talking to the ship, and they're like, well, well, why do you want the artifacts? Oh, and right. And it just yeah. hangs up on them. Yeah, it, 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 it And we never find question. out what that was about. <clears throat> well, yeah, that, that's Robert Skur planning good ideas for something he's not in charge of, so it never gets followed up on. Are you saying that See? he left the seeds of the future buried in the past? <laughs> the way that I interpreted that is that basically... The ship is obsessively following a directive without having the next step. Yeah. It doesn't have the next order. All it knows is that it has to find these artifacts. And what are you going to do with them? Uh, <laughs> hang up. I got to find these artifacts. Yeah, that, that, is, that is classic giant Q 
killer AI logic things like, I must serve my purpose. Well, what are you going to do then? No comment. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I kill you now. So yeah, they, it's not working out, but they, so the, uh, the humans all good, all get in the ship. Um, but thankfully the, uh, the ship can't detect them because it doesn't know what humans are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Humans. It is not, uh, currently calibrated to search for carbon based life. Yeah. But of course, as, as per usual, uh, Fowler gets, uh, shocked into unconsciousness. So it's now the kids who have to uh, run this thing. Hmm. So the the plan is now they're going to like purge the dark energon and that'll return it to unlife. <laughs> sure. Well, I guess I mean since it's dark energon isn't it already kind of unlife? Well, I guess return it to um normal operating status. Yes. Inertness. They're going to deanimate it. Yes. Jack Darby, D-Animator. <laughs> Jack Darby, yeah. Golem Killer. Oh man, he's just got to uh, like wipe off the uh, words in Cybertronian off the ship's forehead. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. you, you gotta change the conjugation so it goes from alive to unlive. Or like, what? The, uh, I haven't read up on the Golem Legend in a long time. I forget how. Unlive. Uh, I've been playing Skyrim. <laughs> That's not helpful. So they get down to this uh, furnace room and where Megatron was immobilized and his unfortunately big ass robot hand is jammed on this uh dump dark energon lever. Well, fortunately or unfortunately. Yes, it it turns out to be fortunate. So he's doing that. The ship finds out that Miko and Raff are there. It's all dude, I'm infested with human vermin. Human yes. germs. Ew. Gross parasites. Parasites! <laughs> I really liked that with Unicron. So, and as seen in the previous episode, it's got like this kind of robot claw arm that looks like it should be pulling those little green three-eyed aliens out of that thing in Toy Story. Well, it, yes. it kind of looks like Megatron's hand from the live-action movies. Oh yeah, it kind of does. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's a spindly claw. It's got a spindly claw. For doing spindly claw. Yeah, so it's so it's cha it's chasing them around. Uh, it looks like it's about to get them, but then Raft or uh, Jack distracts it and tricks it into hitting Megatron. So Megatron falls back and pulls this lever via the momentum of his falling body. Yay, the day is saved thanks to Megatron's unconscious body. It's very dramatic. <clears throat> yes, it's it's, it's a it's cool very scene. Dramatically yeah. shot. Yeah, and there is a legitimate scene like sense of menace with this sort of AI trying to exterminate these children. Yes, I mean, yes. Yeah. So anyway, everybody starts waking up uh, because, question mark, it's again that sort of, like, well, you kill the zombie, everybody's back to normal. It, it is weird right, since except, it was like stasis, field, ray, whatever. Uh, yeah. It wasn't exactly magic. It's not a spell, but I guess maybe it was magic. Maybe it is a spell. <laughs> yeah, so, so Miko and Raph, they're getting Fowler, who's ranting about beavers and ducks and walnuts. <laughs> and I uh, wish Miko pulls out a, an on your feet soldier. Speaking of uh, Terminator. <laughs> yes. 
Anyway, Raph goes back for this data, but unfortunately Knockout has woken up and he is about to do something real horrible to Jack with a drill. Yay! Yeah, that is like, holy moly, dude. <laughs> it's a very big drill. It will drill through his entire head. Oh, yes. It's his first time as a dental. And then Ratchet dentist. shows up for a second opinion. Yes, yes. Uh, Ratchet gets a great <laughs> doctor one-liner. I'm here to offer a second opinion, then punches knockout. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. uh, I love, I love Dr. Banter in this show. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, so they peace out. Um, and hey, now both sides have the Iacon data. A.K.A. plots for the next four episodes. That's right. It's time to go treasure hunting because it's even a to-be-continued. Yep. Because yes. Megatron would also totally blow up uh, Manhattan. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yes, he will. The, the final shot is the nemesis floating over New Jersey looking through the clouds at New York City. Yes. Which, uh, that's ominous, uh, guys. So yeah, way to just jack up the stakes there. Good job. Like, so, that's sort of a, a, you know, a problem this show has had is that it never really, like, feels particularly grounded in actual Earth stuff. Yeah. You know, it's all little tiny towns and... Forests yeah. and deserts in the middle of nowhere. So suddenly, Manhattan is in danger. Yeah. Yeah, this sets us up for a big uh, four-parter that is kind of not a four-parter. Oh goodness! Like it, there, there. It's not you know something part four, part one of four, or whatever. But it's four episodes that sort of every the whole team sort of splits up. Oh. so they have to get all the parts of the um, mass. Energy yeah, we gotta get all. Gotta get all the O parts. <laughs> Very important to get your O parts. Just ask Skybite. Uh, and uh, yeah, that is Flying Mind. It is a weird episode. Yes. Yeah. I am all about just filling the ship with the blood of Satan, though. <laughs> I like that that's like the first thing Megatron thought of. Yes. <laughs> it's like, a well, good I don't episode, know. I mean, it's just. What? I mean, surely there were other things you could have thought of doing before Blood of Satan. <laughs> it's very season one, Prime yeah. Megatron. Yes. It it's it kind of it does feel more like a Beast Wars episode than a Prime episode, which yeah, is it's good. A, it, it's got it definitely got some Beast aspects, and in fact, the Beast Wars also did the we have a thing that only like humans can do. Well, actually, in my my notes, I, I said something about the plasma energy chamber exemption. Oh, and also the <laughs> so, plasma energy chamber. Yes, because, again, I'm just always on about rebirth 24-7. <laughs> Speaking of Bob Skur, by the way, came back yeah. in Beast Machines. Yep. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love random references to rebirth. Oh. Uh. And so, yes, that is Flying Mind. Uh, until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. Well, not so much anymore, but we're all on Facebook. And we have a Patreon. Yes. Uh, we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net. 
uh, where we also have been doing a monthly podcast dedicated to sssss.gridman. And we have our Patreon set up for all of our Icon Underground stuff at patreon.com slash Icon Underground. That is where you can go uh, to... Uh, is is there i forget what do we have a verb form of patron of patreon yet are, are you patreoning form. us you patreonizing Patri- yes are you patreon on uh, <laughs> patreonizing us that sounds too close to patronizing though yes yes it does <laughs> used to be a good word and, and now kind of maybe it's good again i don't know the point is Give us a dollar a month and you can hear us talking for three hours about the original Transformers, the movie. Yeah, or and also two Bumblebee. hours about Bumblebee and um, however long it was about Spider-Man. Yes. Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. He can do whatever a spider can. And so can he and her and her and him. And I guess the pig is a male. Well, the, the pig could do whatever a <laughs> pig can. Well, no, he's a spider who can do whatever a pig can. Because he was a spider yes. bitten by yes. a radioactive he, he pig. He was a spider who got pig powers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yes, that is at patreon.com slash underground. So please join us next time when we will fill your eyes with tunnel vision. <laughs> that double vision. Yeah, I was right about foreigner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, don't don't push it, David. I am hot blooded. Check it and see. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fever of a hundred and three. Uh, enough of these head games. After the, after this episode, I'm just gonna go listen to some Hawkwind. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <sighs> Yeah, right. Wait, do you say I have one of the fucking things? Yeah. Okay. My one prog rock band I know it.